Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Tell your chico pit boomers to 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hello there, everybody. We're going to go deep inside the Empire article, or at least pick out a few quotes we like. Episode 9 trailer. Is this a new story? Is it confirmed? Revealed? We'll go into that. And Knights of Ren. You going to see what they look like? Nope. Not, 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 nine. Can we please call this episode not, 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 Welcome back to Collider Jedi Council, everybody. Star Wars talk. That's what we are doing here. Everything happening in the world of Star Wars. And what a council we have today, starting with the one and only Perry Nemiroff is here. Hello, Perry. Oh, hi. I'm How so happy you? to be back here. It's good to I have like you back. It's been too long. It's been a while. And we're going to be talking everything in the world of Star Wars. And Ken Knapsack's going to help us do that. I wasn't having a stroke. I just saw that the <laughs> screen went black and got, went to the opening credits. And right. I thought I, maybe I had lost the audio. That's what happened. Christian. You got a very George Lucas look going on today. It's kind of Lucas. Yeah, it's like yeah. Lucas uh, Lucas on the go in 79, getting ready to make American Graffiti 2 or something it like does, that. It does, actually. It's like the hair's looking good. You yeah. got a haircut going yeah, on. The beard's I, I looking good. I trimmed that beard because I had so much pudding in my mustache the other night. Oh, is that true? Dessert, a dessert. Grace was like, it's over. It's time. I knew it was going to be done. something food related. Yeah, I like the shirt, though. Okay, listen. We're going to start with you guys by talking about Star Wars a movie news. Everything in the world of the movies that we're going to talk about is a big story that, of course, it's a story, but it's kind of like a, well, duh. Ken, what, what came out today? Yeah, what came out was, we'll start with uh, our friends at Star Wars News Net. I do believe uh, John Hoey posted this one. Let me double confirm the byline there. I like oh, that, John. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, John Hoey posted this story saying, hey, we got uh, the Rise of Skywalker trailer debut on a Monday Night Football on October 21st. Now, this again. And so this comes from uh, my pals, the Black Series Rebels. They tweeted that out. The trailer is coming, 1021. Take that boop to the bank. Everything is proceeding exactly as a foreseen gift. Now, all right. Uh, I agree. It's it's kind of a yeah. We we right. even try to predict it. I think I predicted October 9th and eh, done. You don't you you were closer. I was either I was either the week after or, or I might yeah. have nailed it. I have no idea. Because we were talking about Jets Patriots and I was like, well, Browns 49ers doesn't look like a what's, marquee what's matchup. The game, what's the game? It's Jets Patriots. 
then no. I, I think I had the one maybe one four, maybe so fourteenth. Yes, yeah, regardless, so it's there. It doesn't matter. The yeah. point. The point of this is that we knew if you look at the past history from both uh, Last Jedi and from uh, the Force Awakens, this is the plan that they, they have been putting into motion. It makes sense, yeah. um, and it obviously it's a it's a. Well, of course, but it doesn't mean you don't want to hear it. You want to know that it's coming. You want to be excited because I think someone said uh, this past Monday, they're, they're like, uh, oh, it's going to drop tonight. I was like, no way. They're like, well, it could. No way. No because way. you're going to either – it's either going to get leaked or they're going to announce it. They're going to tell you that this is coming because they want you to watch the Monday Night Football episode and they want you to yeah. check it out. So I'm excited that it's coming out. I can't wait. We're going to talk about it in depth once it comes out. But how are you feeling about this news? Not excited at all. I just don't Why? care. I mean, I don't watch football now. So what does this, what does this mean? I, I watch so much football. Know, it's crazy. I, I can't believe I'm going to see this trailer live on Monday Night right. Football. But if anything, I probably would have bet on this Monday night's game just because Maleficent comes out next weekend. And I right. would think that maybe they'd want it attached to that and I don't think there's any other big 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 Disney releases until a little further into November but I don't care. Give me another trailer. It's right. about time we get a little more information, yeah. so I'm ready for it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Look, it could be on the 14th. That I, you know, this, you know, I always say it doesn't happen until it's happened. Now, I know Steve and Alex and my arch rival Cisco over at Black Series. They're a bunch of industry professionals. They got friends all over this town. Uh, if they said there was going to be a, a bunch of Yodas coming out in Mandalorian, I'd believe them. But this tweet coming from them, it's kind of cryptic and weird, and it just all falls into place. So, uh, Jets, unfortunately, I hate having to watch the Patriots, but I'm a Dolphin fan, so... Uh, That's a there. sad story. Yeah. I'll be there. Well, be there. I, I will tell you that I, I'm, what I'm always looking forward to with the trailer is, obviously, we're going to be able to break it down, especially on this show, and see what kind of imagery, see what kind of uh, story pieces we get a little bit more, because the teasers have always been the same. It's like, oh, okay, we know this much, and then as we open it up, it's a little bit more with a longer trailer. We now know that we're going to have some other things that we can speculate wildly about, but yeah. it's like, how much of the Emperor, if any, are we going to get? How much more of Kylo and Rey will we get? Any new characters? Will we see a little bit more of the Lando story? Will be, I mean, there's like, what will they focus on? Because there's always like a focus of one of these trailers, what the main focus will be. I'm just curious about it. I wish I had like a good idea of a prediction now, but it's like that last little button at the end of the trailer, we got a D23. I, I really wouldn't have predicted that in a million years. I have a feeling trailer structure is going to be exactly the same as that, though. We're going to get a whole bunch of, you know, standalone imagery that looks beautiful that maybe we could talk about a little, but they're going to save that end button and it's going to be something. It's like it was Palpatine back at a Star Wars celebration. Right. It was Ray with the red lightsaber right. at D23. Right. What is that other thing going to be? If I had to make a prediction right now, I would say it's going to have something to do with Kylo dabbling in the light side of the Force. Oh, man. That's interesting. Like uh, yeah. Well, Matt, and, and maybe Matt Smith actually shows up in this trailer. Uh, <laughs> but the other thing I was going to say is because... <laughs> you guys stand to, up in your living room and yeah. go, I mock the liar! I know. I'm, 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 less, I'm less concerned with him as the liar as it's like a J.J. is turning him into a liar. Uh, but, but when you look at um, when you look at that trailer, do you think that you could actually... Both of those trailers, the D23, and so both had Palpatine's voice in it. Or yeah. the laugh from the first one. The right, second right, one right. was, um, your journey has now come to an end. Right, 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 right. Do we see him physically in this one? Ooh, I think J.J. wants to hold back as much as possible more than ever before. And I, I think it's just my, my own hope is clouding my answer there. I hope not. I hope not. I hope it's just the character of Claude going, I've always wanted to be a rebel. And it's just <laughs> a minute and a half of Claude giving a speech. But 
I don't know. I don't think I don't hold that off. You know, hold that off. What do you think? You think we I see him? I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're you think going we hear to hear him. Um, hear yeah, him. no, yeah. I think that's a possibility. I don't think we're going to actually see him though. And it's also when you think about it from a business perspective, because they do artfully make these trailers. I love the trailers that they cut together, particularly for the Star Wars film franchise. But when you think about it from a getting butts and seats perspective, it's like he's already out there. We know about it. Would seeing him make someone even more inclined to go see the full movie? Probably not. So I think they're going to leave it alone now. See, I think the answer is yes. I think the answer is yes, that you do see him. But I actually do think that you would be way more inclined to see it if you do see him in there. Um, Because I I think that approaching it from just like a Star Wars fan, just like a a hardcore Star Wars fan, the, the, the voice alone, I'm in. As someone that maybe hasn't really paid attention too much, and I'm watching Monday Night Football for the uh-huh. first time, and here comes the Emperor. Oh, wait a minute, the Emperor's back in this thing? Because right, this right. doesn't mean you're paying. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah, again, absolutely. there's a lot of people who have no idea what the first two trailers came out, yeah, and yeah. they are locked into Monday Night Football, this trailer, and you show him. I think they do show him. I don't know. I, see, I think I see the divide happening there between hardcore fans of all the movies and newcomers anyway. I feel like between revisiting the new characters like Ray and Finn versus just hearing his voice, it's like also because when we talk about Palpatine and some of his dialogue and the laugh in particular, yeah. that's some of the most iconic audio in cinema of all time. I feel like that probably got a pretty wide group of moviegoers to say, I gotta see that. Whereas if we act and think also about how many people watch uh football games right. and then you know turn their attention away during the during the trailers during the commercials again you got the audio cue that's really all you need so why spoil it any further yeah see i don't think the audio cue does it enough for the for those those new uh those new not not even new but casual fans i think that by one shot one and it could be a tease. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's alive. Now, that is the one thing, though. Yeah. If he's not alive and he's like a hologram or he's a Sith Force ghost or any of those right, types right. of things, then they might not reveal him. Um, unless there's some kind of scene, a flashback scene, or a way that he actually visualizes himself to Ray or to anybody, and you show him in the actual trailer, I think it's going to be more, way more effective to show him at least once. Yeah. If they show him at all, it's going to be a clip from a previous movie. I don't think they are going to come uh, anywhere close to showing us what, what he looks what like if, in this film. What right. if it's just like J.J. Uh, Abrams with a sideshow toy just moving him along? Is that because the, the poster was a side? Get as, it? As sick I'm as out. that yeah. is, Remember, I think I, I would get a kick out of it. Speaking of bets, we didn't make a bet, but <laughs> yeah. didn't you owe me already? What do what I owe you for? We what talked about, about D23. We're sitting there. I said, yeah. I said, you remember? Oh, that he said, they announced I, it there? I said, they're going to announce it. I gotta Perry start said, writing Perry, down the bets Perry I make because I no have completely way. forgotten. Pay up, number <laughs> said, I really? No way. <laughs> what, what do I owe you? Do you remember? I don't remember. Probably, Christian, I Christian's always got like ten years of bets, bets that I've never, I've, I've never, never I've never collected. Did you ever get that dinner for the draft? No, I've never gotten any of these. Like <laughs> I still, there's, I think, uh, yeah, a lot of people owe me. I, I pay up on mine. I, I lost to Fernandez about because uh-huh. I thought C3PO and. Oh, I saw C3PO and R2 would show up in Solo because they show up in every oh, single I Star Wars that movie. Conversation. And, that was the, and I paid up like two weeks later. And he gave me crap about it. And you're still waiting for those still California rolls for all you for the Star Wars for episode all. 7 draft. I'll pay you right. in Pokeballs. How about that? That's fine. Okay. That works. Deal. It'll happen. That'll work. That. Okay, good. Uh, all right, what's next? What's next is this Empire Magazine article. I, I think it's finally on newsstands. Uh, if it's not at 7-Eleven, I don't see it. So, yeah, I understand. Um, We've been talking about little morsels have been coming out, little pictures and everything. So there's a lot to go through. I, I wanted to 
pick two from two quotes from J.J. Abrams and just see where we want to go with that, where we think that might take us. Uh, he was talking about the heart of Star Wars and the group working together, and he says here, the opportunity here was to have this group that has now become a surrogate family have to deal with the massive horror, the war to end all wars, not just on the outside but on the inside, which is to say it's meant to be as much of a challenge personally as it is Physically, focusing on that war to end all wars, I think a lot of people do. That's very tantalizing uh, language there. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Where does your mind go? Where it goes? Yeah. Automatically to Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. Automatically. What you think? I want to <laughs> see, because we haven't really seen a bit. We saw Attack of the Clones-ish. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I want to see a full-on battle in the middle of a field somewhere. Blasters were very similar to what we did here with Heroes and Villains in the Heroes early office, villains, yeah. except with about 100, 200,000 more people. Yeah. And lightsabers, blasters, new weapons, fights, cannons, all of it. Uh, some of the creatures. If you're going to do the war to end all wars and give me and, and lock in together all these, ni- these nine movies with creatures, what if a rancor instead of a big elephant comes out? You know, <laughs> ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine like... I actually you, do. The tauntauns and yeah. everything. And, and all, what if, what yes, if people yes. riding in on tauntauns? Can you imagine the, 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 the theater would go crazy if every type of... Uh, this is the war to end all wars yeah, and yeah. the big thing just <laughs> happened with all these cool... It's like what you saw at Endgame, right? Yeah. You saw that big battle at the end yeah what if you saw that in star wars if you saw the bowcaster nine numbs showing up but you bring up c-3po he's got the red eyes right is that his war mode is that is that him fighting he's always been a a a puss because we 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 know babu frick the little character and you can get the black series figure with him Mm -hmm. uh his skills are deprogramming or programming droids so which way does it go is is he have to get 3po out of the war mode the sith mode or Or does he put him him into it to go into the fight what do you think what what do these comments mean when ken posed the question i immediately went the other way that it's not going to be a war like as in something like game of thrones or lord of the rings i think it's just simply a war between the light and the dark i still i mean that's what i think it's all going to come down to is finding the balance between those two sides but then as crazy as some of those things were as you started to explain and i'm like but i kind of want that right i still if i again uh, i shouldn't say the word bet in front of you but if i had to make a bet <laughs> i would bet Too it's late. a war between the light and the dark and not necessarily yeah. an epic battle because also how much of the resistance is really left to right. kind of fill a field well, like that out. then again i think battle of the bastards and it was you know like the odds are seemingly you can't you can't get out out of how many people you're fighting against right. so there could be that kind of thing in play here but yeah. i don't know i still right. lean towards war being light dark i actually lean towards your thing more i just feel like that's what we expect to happen we expect that to happen like you know it's like it's because that's just what it has always been it just hasn't been that full action adventure thing yet it's like bring that back let's bring that back and i want to see that that would be so great to see that at the very end i would love that, that i that's think we're where gonna get comes. that action adventure thing just through this surrogate family that yeah. he discusses we, and you know yeah. whatever adventure they're on True. on this desert planet and you know finding pieces of the death star or whatever winds up happening with that them. that sounds fun alone too yeah, yeah. i, I kind of yeah. like that idea yeah. I do because no, remember, remember, yeah, and I, look, the, the final, the light, light and dark, and all those things are, you know, absolutely going to be there. But remember when that Boyega picture came out on Instagram of his hand? Yeah, yeah, we were talking there, like, what if there's a, a giant battle? And there is something I, I've said it before, like we haven't had that. I go to the Return of the King. I go to Thed and looking towards the the Oliphants marching, or you know, and how it's Rancors and Tauntauns. Yeah, there would be something about that that'd be interesting. Because I do love the Attack of the Clones uh, fight. You know, it's one of George's, I think, finest things because it's all over. It's like you're on the playground playing right. around, uh, and it still 
contained to those themes. I definitely think, I mean, that's what you just say. It's, it's inside as well as outside. Yeah. Uh, that's given in Star Wars. But yeah, there'd be some kind of, you know, I, you know now I want war tauntauns and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I think Finn's going to have a lot more to do, though, in this movie overall. Um, I think that the kind of continuation from what his journey was in Episode Seven is going to start to play a lot more because eight he was kind of like a side character i think that in this one he's going to turn out to be more of a main character and i think that he's going to be playing in that field uh for the the war whatever it might be he's he's, he's gonna have a lot to do i told you my crazy prediction already that it'd be some with the force yeah i think finn's gonna use the force yeah gonna use sure. it use yeah. it yeah i think he's gonna wind up using the force i think that's that's what JJ was setting up in the in the first movie, especially with with the lightsaber. We don't know enough about the kid for sure. I think that it was teased in the first one. I think it's a, it would be a good th- it would be a good way to spin it back. Everyone thought because he was the one holding the the saber. Mm-hmm. Then once they threw it, that it was Ray. Like oh, now it's just out of your mind completely. That when it comes back around this time, you go, you lift some rocks. Oh yeah. wait a minute, yeah, gotcha. no. No, no, I, I don't. I don't think we're going to see him use the force. And I actually think I am putting Finn in the supporting character category again. I think this is largely going to be Ray and Kylo's story, and sure. I also think it's going to be something that focuses on bringing closure for Leia, Luke, and Han as well in the process. And even though Finn has experienced an arc thus far, I think it's more of a supporting arc. I think he's going to wind up seeing through what he learned in Episode Eight which is just how to function as part of the resistance. We might see him kind of rise up to lead, to be a better leader, maybe alongside Poe, but I still think the core of what this movie is is going to come down to Ray and Kylo and Ray. Well, Kylo Ray and about, Ky- the yeah. about the Force. Make a bet. Make a bet. No, no, I don't think he's going to use the Force. We'll do another Pokeball? Deal. I can eat That's all fine. the Pokeballs in the yes. world, so I'm fine. fine with that. Um, but I think that the main thing with those two is that um, – I, see, that's that's where, again, I, I, I agree and disagree. I agree that Kylo and Rey are the focus of this movie. There's no doubt about it. But what we're going to get back to with this Star Wars, I believe, is that you're going to get similar to what you had in, in say, Empire and the, the back-and-forth stories between all the characters, the way that it kind of... The, the George Lucas type of storytelling where it feels like each scene... Empire was... You jump back and forth. It was it was Leia and Han's story as much as it was Luke's, but you remember Luke so much because of the big twist and everything that happened. He trained to be a Jedi, but there was a lot going on with Leia and Han, the love story, getting to, like all that. And I think that's going to happen also. And I think that you're going to definitely see that with Finn. I think that so we ha- the reason I think he's going to be a main character is the addition of I believe it's Jaina is the, uh-huh. is the name. Naomi Aki, yeah. And there's going to be so much there with her. And Lando and him, there's no chance that that Finn is not a much bigger character in this. I, I would bet to the bank that it's going to be it. And well, I also think it's like what do you what do you uh, what do you quantify as a supporting role versus a lead role? Because if you're saying that what he did in Last Jedi was a supporting role, super supporting role, yeah, yeah. that's. I, I still think a, he still a, had a significant amount of material in that movie, so I think that's what it's going to amount to. But it to wasn't here. like a main storyline as much as as. Well, so it also doesn't help that it was one of the weakest storylines in the entire movie, right? But and, and it's, I mean, if you look at it, if you really analyze it and say, well, what if, if him and Rose don't go off on that thing, they don't. Well. Sure, sure, but but it's. He's going to have, I think, as much. He's going to have a pretty significant role to where that's why I think it ties back into him tapping back into. I think the force. he's going to have a more impactful role. I think that's like rather than saying more screen time in one or the other, I think he's his actions in this movie are going to carry more weight for the end of the movie. I think that's true, and I also think he gets more screen time. 
Okay. All we'll right. see. We'll see. Sound like <laughs> a bunch of Emmy voters trying to determine what's supporting. And, uh, uh, here's, there's a lot in the Empire article, by the way. There's just time. We're, we only have time to pick out one. Uh, uh, going back to Palpatine, Abrams said this. Some people feel like we shouldn't revisit the idea of Palpatine, and I completely understand that. But if you're looking at these nine films as one story, I don't know how many books where the last few chapters have nothing to do with those that came before. If you look at the first eight films, all the setups of what we're doing in nine were there in plain view. This goes... Again, conversation we've had about where Palpatine belongs or belongs in the story, how it does make a lot of sense. Again, execution is always uh, what we uh, say here is important. But uh, I, I really like that J.J.'s committed to this idea in his head. I totally agree. Right before, I mean, for months beforehand, we were talking about why it made sense for Palpatine to come back. If you look at everything the way that it's set up, now this could be handled terribly. And if it is, then it's like, oh, man, they, really, they, they were just kind of grasping the straws and it looks desperate. But if you go back and look at what they set it up in the prequels of what he was able to, like, what Plagueis was able to do, what Plagueis taught him, the things that he was able to do, how to cheat death, it's all there. It's been there. And if you're uh, steeped into the lore of Star Wars, you say, well, it makes sense. And like you don't say that about like Voldemort is the whole beginning of, of Harry Potter is the fact that he comes back. He, 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 he basically Harry Potter and the magic, he kills him. He's gone, but he finds a way back. Palpatine, I believe, is as strong, if not stronger, than Voldemort. So, sorry, Harry Potter fans, but that, and I love Harry Potter, but Voldemort doesn't hold a candle to, to Palpatine. And Palpatine coming back here makes a lot of sense. It always made sense, and I love that JJ sticking with it. I think this is like a genius idea. If you bring any character back that we haven't seen back in the new trilogy, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Also, because I just have a feeling that what they're going to wind up showing us is like the first three movies, like four through six, he's he's the puppet master. He's pulling the strings behind the scenes. It would only make sense for seven through nine to have the same thing. And I feel like they can almost retroactively introduce him probably in the flesh in some capacity in episode nine and reveal what he has done through seven and eight as well. And that's something that I think is only going to enrich the entire franchise. Right. So I applaud them for doing this. Yes, there is always the risk that they could screw it all up, but... I don't know. I, I like. I'm feeling really good about what we're going to get. Me too. And I think that this is the thing of why I also going back to the conversation we just had. Of why I think he might pop up in the trailer, because if you reveal, but think about it. If no, you, yeah. If you reveal um, that he's going to be in it this early, back mm -hmm. in April, it's not just a surprise. Because if it was a surprise, you would hold it. You would hold it if it was just going right, to be right. like a little thing where like, oh, it was Palpatine along and he that's, shows up. That's Palpatine's and, music. Right. And you're, gonna, yeah, and you're not going to see him for like an hour into the movie or something. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's like, well, then you hold that off. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the opening scene is Kylo Ren walking in and we reveal Palpatine. Because they've set it up in every trailer. He's letting you know he's back. Ian McDermott comes out, talks, he's back. So if they showed it and they let you know, because you're going to have to find out a couple things. You don't necessarily have to know how he was like it was related to Snoke, but it would be good to find out a little bit about it. There's there's more scenes that are going to be revealed about him for, that you're going to want to care to get to the end because he hasn't been in seven and eight. I still lean against it, and I add another reason to the mix now. So the last two trailers we were talking about were dropped at D23 and Star Wars Celebration, rooms that were packed with the biggest Star Wars fans. Think about dropping a detail like what we got in those last two trailers in that room. Not only do you eventually release that trailer online and get a similar reaction from fans, but you also maximize the possibility of having people freak out about it in a set 
setting like that and just have all that information spread like wildfire. It just seems like it's not the best idea to debut a trailer that brings back Palpatine for a scene that could be that key like that during during a football game. It just doesn't feel like it would have maximum impact that way. Well, the football game, I mean, it's going to be online, like, regardless. So it's of still going to be gonna, online. Yeah, so of it's course a, it's, it's going like, to be online. So it's like, that's, you're still getting to the fan reaction. My, my, my big thing, though, it's with that. It's not the same thing, though. Yeah, that part of it doesn't bother me. The one, the one thing that I will say, it just depends on how they're revealing him. Because if he is, if, if he is a hologram, if he is, if, if, if he is projecting himself through somebody like a Matt Smith or whatever it might be, um, then you want to save that and you won't even see him because maybe you never see him. And maybe maybe it's one of those things where, um, like a Voldemort, if it is someone else that he's projecting through, you only hear his voice and you never see him. And if that's the case, then no, you won't see him in the trailer. But if he is going to be... I don't think that's going to be in the end result, though. Maybe not. Yeah. But, but whatever the... Whatever the uh, form is if it's a physical form of palpatine all the way through then it doesn't matter when if it's a football game or whatever too you can release it if it's part of the story the star wars fans will catch on to it because it's going to be online so it it just depends on how they use i'm it. so tempted to make another bet you this should you should yeah. crunch rolls and crunch rolls to it i don't but i'm not see i <laughs> okay. i'm not confident enough to make the bet that palpatine in physical form would be in trailer because sure. i don't know the story yet if but that's if why you win a lot of bets. But if it, that's why there's bets, though. No, but if it you got to take a chance. No, that's a I know him too well. He's a well-educated better. He'll put it. He yeah. he puts his money in where his money belongs. I feel better belongs. about the fin bet than I do yeah. about the physical form bet. But I will tell you that I think I've that, lost many bets to him. Yeah, I just think that if the story, if they're going to reveal Palpatine, like that he's a physical form yeah, yeah. and he's going to be back in full form, the Palpatine that we know, then it doesn't hurt at all to show him. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to be a reveal through some kind of like tricky sorcery, you know, that he's found in the afterlife, then yeah, you might, you might wait. I will say one way or the other, they wait until the actual movie. That I will definitely bet against. Yeah. If, if there is, if, if they have, if he's got a larger role, they'll show him. There is just, there's so much we, going on. In I this want movie someone to go through. I start, when it comes to movie news and stuff too, I, a box office, I'm not going against you. I, and I think that if, we, we've, if we've bet on those things before in the past, I think you've gotten me probably nine out of ten times. If you There's go to chance. our past Star Wars bets, I got but, you. I got you cornered. That's, that's fair. I got you that's fair, and I respect that. Yeah, same and, I here. Sh- and I should. Same here. And same, with, and same with the box office. Like you, I've gone against you box office foolishly many times, and I don't know if I've beaten you. But this one, I'm, putting, I, I'm, I'm confident. I feel like we it. should even out the Poke Bowls with the box office bet now. You got one in your wheelhouse. How much is Joker going to make this weekend? Uh, I'm saying forty-three million. Yeah, I'd go forty-six, but I'm not in the seventy. I feel like you just purposely made me go first, and I just blurted out my answer. I I should have made you go first. I said it on Clyde Alive though too. I think forty-six. I think forty-six. I trust you. Yeah, all right, more or less, something like that. Yeah, no, we don't have to bet on that. That's okay. (laughs) That's that's too close. Anyway, welcome to this talk. Uh, What's next, Uh, kids? If you have a gambling problem, please (laughs) consult. You do now. Someone in a proper field. Um, all right. All right uh, we're going to talk about this. We teased it. Uh, this is one of those ones where it pops up. I, I think Slash Film ran a story citing Screen Rant. And Screen Rant had put something out that we're not going to see the Knights of Ren's faces. And then our friend Molly Damon, Alex Damon, uh, and her do Star Wars Complained. We know that. She had tweeted out something from the Ultimate Star Wars New Edition. Uh, and she said, it's, it's a lot there, but it talks about the Knights of Ren. Uh, and they're, uh, they're most deadly and mysterious servants to Kylo Ren with their bodies encased in rusty, battered armor and their faces permanently concealed beneath ominous masks, echoing that of the new Supreme Leader himself. Even their species remains a mystery. Goes on about their fighting prowess. Now, again, 
Uh, we're Rumor. not saying facts here. We don't, I don't. This just popped up, and we just thought it'd be well, fun. Let's say it is. Let's say let's, it is. We true. just thought it'd be fun to talk about the Knights of Ren, seeing their faces, and all those kind of things. Christian, uh, do you like crusty masks? <laughs> well, I like this and I hate this at the same time. Rusty, not crusty. Cr- rusty. Sorry. You said crusty. Yeah, but I like crusty That's masks. Fine. I like crusty pizza. Um, I like this and hate it at the same time. Okay. Uh, now I was I thought, and I said it many times in this show. I thought that Dominic Monaghan was going to be a Knight of Ren. He is now. He's not. They've showed. They've showed kind of concept mm-hmm. f- uh, photographs and stuff too of him in costume, and uh, and he's part of the resistance. So what that limits now is that these are mostly going to be whether it's like really great stuntmen and, and martial artists and stuff where you're going to see great stuff out of them. And I like the mystery behind it because it, it reminds me kind of like what they did with Dread, where Dread was and we just talked about Dread the second time today talking about Dread. Um, Carl Urban never took his mask off. It worked all the way through. What I'm worried about is losing character and them not focusing on it. They're just going to be a bunch of soldiers that you don't learn anything about at all because they're just in these masks and you just know, oh, he's with the Knights of Ren and you never get like, who's, who's the first Knight of Ren to charge behind Kylo Ren? Are we going to learn that? Probably not now. Um, will we learn anything about any of these guys name-wise or girls name-wise about them? Um, I don't think we will if they're just masked. So it, that, that's the part I don't like, but I like the mystery behind it. I think I'm kind of into the idea because I think there's something to be said about uh, like fully giving yourself over to evil and almost the hive mentality that can come from something like this. There's just it's like we may not learn anything about them as individuals, but even just the thought of someone completely giving themselves over is a little upsetting. And also when we talk about Ray's journey the entire time, it's almost like the antithesis of that, like her her rising as an individual and someone unique and new. So if it's like this was the opposite of that, I could see it still serving the overall story really well. But I'm not going to lie. I've been very, very curious about who they are, where they come from, why they got involved. And even if we don't find out who they are in this particular movie, there's always the possibility that we can explore it in, in a prequel movie, maybe a book out there, just well, something to add to we, the characters. We do have the Charles Soule comic coming out that is yeah, uh, five, nice five issues uh, coming out soon uh-huh. that it goes into a little bit. But I, it, that makes me think this if, this if this is any true, he'll have to keep that canon that it now i know they have individual names because their toys don't have the names but i think uh pablo hidalgo uh did tweet something out that you know you have to get those toy things in months ahead and, yeah. and and you might learn their names again is it bob bob wren ted wren and doug wren and you learn the the ranking That's I, what I, mean. I don't you, think so yeah, too yeah, yeah right i think it's just gonna be you just know their names the same way you do like uh you know slacious crumb you yeah, really yeah, know yeah. you never they never said it in the movie but you yeah. knew it, you found out later on so you'll know what their names are every star wars character has a name you know one way or another they always name them that's what pablo hidalgo and those guys do but will we learn them will we know them because they have characters i just don't think so if we don't reveal any of their faces i don't i don't think it's going to happen in rise of skywalker but i I am not it's like never say never i think it's going to happen bookwise is possible bookwise comics maybe other movies you never know this is just one for me that i wish would happen because I, I, Knights of Ren to me is something I've been waiting for for a long time. I wanted to see them uh, right after seven, and the fact that we're getting them now, I'm I'm very excited for the possibility because, I, like I said, I think they're going to be some of the best martial artists you've ever seen, 
Uh, yeah, they're going to kick some. I agree with ace. that. I think I feel like we're going to be in a position where we're satisfied, though. I, think I so feel too. I feel yeah. like one of JJ's top priorities, or at least I get the sense that this is a top priority, is overall satisfaction. Right. Wrapping up all the things we've been asking about for whoever knows how long at this point, and I just even if we don't get exactly what we want and their exact identities and all that, I still feel like there's going to be a real purpose to Knights of Ren that's yeah. going to reverberate throughout Kylo's journey and maybe I think beyond. You're right on that one, yeah, for sure. All right, Ken, what's next? I am Eddie Wren, second in command of the Knights of Wren. I want, I want him to pull that. Right. He's got like a yeah. history teacher's mustache. Be good. Uh, I know we're a little short on time. Do you want to, what do you need to do? You want to go to the questions? We've got Canon. we got the Resistance. Star Wars Resistance debuted on October yeah, 6th. Yeah, Resistance. Did you get a chance to watch it? I know you, you I haven't, haven't had a chance to I, I need to go back and watch all season one. Yeah. Uh, get i got to do the same exact thing. Yeah. I you watched, watched it. You watched, watched it. it. What did you think? A good, quiet start to the second season and final season that I think is coming. Is it the final season? It's the final season. we got big stuff coming up here, but it was just one of those, a lot of the Kaz and Tam relationship, Tam being the, the Resistance worker that switched to the first order. Uh, a lot of interesting themes, but it's just kind of reminds of like a episode one of Game of Thrones where you're like, you know something big's coming, but this right. is just, let's get the pieces back on the map. Uh, and we didn't get to see the racers at all. Still want more, more Griff Halloran. Is Rest- Resistance is going on uh, plus, right? I don't think, well, I'm sure the, the seasons. Yeah, seasons one and two. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, how I meant. Yeah, one yeah, and two yeah. will okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but the next one, we got new stuff up uh, coming. Uh, their uh, quick salvage run is the next one. And uh, we're getting a little bit more hyperfuel stuff uh, shows up again. Uh, and uh, the series goes on. It, it's, uh, I, it's Did you still, like it? Yeah, no, I like it. I, lo- I do love the series a lot. Uh, it, doesn't, it has not grabbed me as much yeah. as the other mm-hmm. ones. And I think, though, there's some get, they get to some big themes, you know, the, the war, uh, war veteran stuff, the refugees, all those things. Well, I liked, I'm looking forward to seeing what emerges in this yeah. one here. All right, let's get to some Twitter questions here, too. We're going to jump straight to Twitter, and we'll talk to you guys. Before we do that, though, Ken, too, you want to... Yep. Sorry, Adam. Adam's bringing up the graphic. That's my Sorry. bad. But the Twitter questions we'll get to in just a second. Ken has a couple announcements before we move on. Yeah, hey, we talked about this briefly last week. The uh, Star Wars fan rankings. We want you to rank your favorite Star Wars movies for an upcoming video series here on Collider Video. Uh, in this video, in the description box, there's a, a link to cast your vote for your favorite Star Wars movie. We're going to do the videos, and you'll probably still get mad at us, but you have the power this time. Vote. Unlike, uh, you know, they did the Heroes videos last year, right? And uh, uh, Mark Ellis still upset R2-D2 is at number one. So you have the power. Vote. The link's below. And also, if you haven't checked already, uh, check out the Collider Lightsaber Battle, the Heroes and Villains uh, video we did. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. And go to both endings. I went to both endings, but I kept clicking on the one in which Christian died. Thank you. That's good. Actually, you didn't. That's, that's, I didn't. That's not a spoiler. That's not, not that's true. Not, that's uh, not spoiler. Look, you got to pick you to the dark side or the light side, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to those Twitter questions. You guys have submitted some in, and we're going to answer them. Ken, what do we got? I like this one from Creston Whitening. Whitening? Oh, Casey. Slash Casey. That's, that's, just look it up there. Creston. <laughs> Krusty. Rusty. Creston um, Whitting Casey. How soon do they introduce a Force-sensitive character in The Mandalorian? If so, how do you think they do it? Force will, in The Mandalorian, five will years after. Definitely do it. Um, I would put that at a 90, 99.9% shot, especially with, with everything that Filoni's already said 
and things that he just wants to do. Now, will it happen in season one? I don't think so, but hmm. but it'll it'll definitely it'll definitely happen. Ninety nine point nine percent. How they do it, it depends on the characters and how the characters are introduced, um, and what kind of history we give to the actual Mandalorian, what he sees, what they've been through. We know the history of the Mandalorians in general have a lot to do with the Force and have dealt with a lot of Force users in the past. I mean, look at the, the sense of the dark saber alone. So this is a this is a given. Ninety nine point nine percent chance we will get a force user how and when i don't know i thought we were going to fall on opposite sides again as you were teeing that up but no i totally agree the force will definitely play a part in the mandalorian yeah. no way in season one yeah, they probably have not so much to establish take your time do it right build that foundation and then edit. maybe a cliffhanger at the end of season one maybe possible you know mm-hmm. what i think could happen is i think we're going to get you know uh, like a substantial dose of it maybe in season two that can then say we'll go back to season one right. and see that little seed we planted right. i think right. that might be how it goes Agreed. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm not. This is potentially the first Star Wars thing that doesn't have the Force in it for me. But I think that's always, you know, you always have some kind of reference to the Force at Star Wars. Uh, but you know what I mean? Where it's like not Rogue One was it was off to the side. Even even Solo was kind of you know a little off to the side. Right. Maul shows up, that kind of stuff. This is going to be in that vein. But I like the the cliffhanger idea. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's five years after. Uh, Luke, you know, you re- uh, read an Alphabet Squadron uh, by Alexander Freed. Like Luke is is still kind of thought of like General Skywalker. I heard he I heard he did some crazy stuff. Like I heard he might be a Jedi. I thought Jedi weren't real. Like that's still kind of going on. So if you could carry that over into the show and a character reveal, uh, kind of like, hey, I, I accidentally moved this this fruit. What do I do? Like. That could be interesting. Yeah, as we well, we go know even from like Last Jedi, we know there are, there are ton, there's tons of people out yeah. in the universe that's, that yeah, can use the Force. It's, it, yeah, because yeah. it's not necessarily going to be like, "Hello, I am a, a Jedi, Jedi that no. I've been mm-hmm. hidden out." It, it could be something else. Someone right. who's like, "What do I? What do I do with this right. thing?" Right. Uh, all right. What's next? Uh, sticking with that vein, uh, Jack Hill has this question with uh, Ming Na Wen cast in the Mandalorian very late. At least announcement was we know that Dave Filoni saying never say never to live action versions of Rebels and Clone Wars characters. Could she be a mass character only to be revealed in an, uh, as an older Sabine Wren at the season end of season one? So I'm not going to say that there's no chance. Right. I find that doubtful that she'll be Sabine Wren, mm-hmm. but there will definitely be characters from rebels and yeah. clone wars that pop up in this show that's another yeah. 99.9 chance mm-hmm. uh with filoni and and uh being able to continue his universe remember filoni has and he's such like a humble guy when you see him too he's he has a lot of power from the tv side of things now mm-hmm. granted he's working on favor with favor but they're so kind of joined at the hip at this point he's got his own universe in the tv that he's able to combine mm-hmm. with the films and the lore of the films that he can maneuver. There's no chance that somebody doesn't show up now. Whether or not she's Sabine Wren, I'm not going to put I'm not going to put money down on that one. But I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think she is, and I don't think we're going to get any kind of Sabine reveal in live action in the near future. I mean, it goes back to what I was saying before about the Force. It's the Mandalorian. It, it's a new thing in so many ways. they got to establish foundation before dipping into that. Well, I think it's definitely a possibility that they could in the future, and I think they should because that's one of the animated characters that I have been itching to see in live action for more so than any of them, probably Sabine and Ahsoka, but... You got you got to wait. You got to wait, especially because it's not even just about Mandalorian being the first live action Star Wars series. It's also the whole idea of Disney Plus and what's that going to mean? And, you know, how are people's viewing habits going to change? I feel like they probably 
planned Mandalorian season one very, very well. But what happens beyond it, it, it's still like wet clay being molded. And I think they need to wait and see how things go when that streaming service launches. I do think you could see Rebels characters this season. Um, Now, Sabine Wren, I don't know. The reason why I say that is because I think we're going to learn about the Mandalorian's past and where he yeah. comes from and what his history is. And if you go back to Mandalore at all, you're going to run, wind up yeah. bouncing into somebody I'll, that was... I'll bet with you. I'll bet with you. Okay. Uh, Fuddruckers pizza sandwich. Ew, no. What do you say? You think that's going <laughs> to happen to you? 100%. I think yeah. uh, Mandalorian culture is going to factor into this show. Absolutely. Yeah. You and I will Mandalorian culture, it. yes. I think if we get anything that's tied to you know rebels in particular, it's going to be more like an Easter egg size thing. No chance. If you go to Mandalorian culture, did you, did you happen to see the last season of Rebels? Yeah. Okay, I watched so, all of Rebels. Okay, so if you saw all of Rebels, the end, when they, there's, there's so many characters that popped up Ooh, in Mandalorian. If you don't show up... Yeah. And because of how it was Dave Filoni and Favreau who were really instrumental bringing the Mandalorian culture back to both Clone Wars and Rebels, absolutely you're going to see. I still envision this show feeling more contained to start. I, I think it's going to feel it's going to yeah. feel more contained and personal. Start, and that, yes. that doesn't exclude you know maybe name drops or familiar visuals even. Uh, yeah. But I still don't think they're going to go all in on a cameo or anything like that. Uh, uh, I, yeah, you know they say follow the money. Follow the dark saber. Yeah, That's I'm, what I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll bet you on that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with you on that one, Ken. I think that they definitely they definitely bring back some characters. I don't eat pokey though, but I do like uh, <laughs> as long as we teriyaki can chicken. Okay, teriyaki yeah. chicken's fine. All right, let's do uh, let's do two more. Two more. Paul Reaper at Reaps Eleven. There's ten of other Reaps out there. Uh, is there a chance that Maz repairs the Skywalker lightsaber, hands it back to Leia to give, give it to Ray there for using the footage we saw in Force Awakens trailer that we never saw in the movie? Or does Ray uh, carry out the, re- the repair itself? We, we, we said that last week. Did we discuss we, it? We, that was what we talked about last week. We or said did we that. ask this question or we just talked about it? Uh, we talked about it. Oh, okay. uh, we talked about it. All right, well, well, good we, question, so Reaps. If, if he didn't see his last week, Reaps, that's exactly what I think is going to happen. I think that that footage that we saw of Maz handing back the lightsaber to Leia, they never used it. She clearly has it. They said that she has it again. It's, it's been fixed. What better way than Maz handing it to Leia after she's fixed it? I think it would be great. Yay, we finally wholeheartedly agree on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this I is definitely going to happen. Yeah. And I also think that uh, Maz deserves some better time in the spotlight than what she got in Last oh, Jedi. So bring back Maz. Bring back Maz the right way. Yeah. Ken? Yeah, I, 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 I'm really intrigued by the idea because we have that shot. Right. Uh, you know, and, 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 and would it be... You're going to reuse the shot that we're all familiar with? Uh, you know, it'd be fun. Sure. It'd be like, oh, yeah, they're, they're good right. use of it. We, we know what they had to do to get Leia into the movie. We, we're, we, we know the, the magics here, here. So it'd be, it'd be a fun, fun little moment. Yeah, plus, we know Lupita Nyong'o's yeah. in the movie. Now, yeah, yeah. And look, the thing, you know, Ray having to rebuild the saber and going through kind of that little Jedi trial Training, of her yeah. own. There's some very great in that. If Kylo's rebuilding his mask and she's, oh, I can see that. But, but. Maybe Maz is like, oh, I got yeah. a tool for you. Or is that from the? Is that from the magazine? Yeah, I believe that. Is. I love that picture. It's a great photo. I huh? love that picture. I love. I love his new helmet. Yeah, me too. I like that he healed it up. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fractured helmet. It's so yeah. good. Uh, did we get? Let's see. Let, let's see if we can argue one more time here. Perry. Oh no. Did we? Where do you think we're going to stand as far as the heritage of Ray? Do you think that we are going? to find out where she comes from, because this is where I stand on it. I don't think that we're going to find out clear-cut 
who her parents are. And to be honest, I don't want to. But I think we're gonna we're gonna sh- we're gonna find out where she comes from. And I think she is. I think Palpatine has a lot to do. Whether she's a descendant of his, whether or not she was cloned by him, that's what I think is gonna happen. I don't think she's gonna be a descendant of his. I also don't think that they're gonna go back on her parents being nobodies because I also do like what that means for uh, force sensitive people that it's not just tied to a specific storyline and I also think that's what Broom Kid signifies at the end of The Last Jedi and they're not going to backtrack on that but I do think that Palpatine probably had a hand in her upbringing in some capacity and I think we're going to get a taste of that. Yes, yeah, I think I, so we're, we're we I think we're kind of we're kind 30, of over 30, 40 overlapping yeah, a little I, here. I, I do I just think that she he ha- I think that the way they're going to tie it back together, one of two things. Like I said, I've, I've given you the clone theory already. I think it's a very big possibility with the hand from Skywalker. I think that's a big thing. But I also think that there's something that we haven't touched on all the way. But the fact that they were, I mentioned Plagueis earlier, mm. Plagueis figured out how to create life. We never got the confirmation that Palpatine created Anakin, but we certainly, uh, everyone thinks it. So it's possible that he did the same for Rey. I don't. I, I lean more towards the clone thing, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he, he was creation. I just. I do think they're going to backtrack off that uh, the filthy junk trader uh, thing. I, I, think. I lean against the creation thing too. That's I, fine. I, I, I think, think she is just yeah. you know anybody out there who had these abilities and somehow he tracked her down and w- had some sort of manipulative factor in her upbringing. Maybe he killed her parents or something happened. But I, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think they're going to go back on that really strong theme yes. that she is just like anyone out there who is special. Yeah, that would I, I would I would hate that if they kept it. Really? The, yeah, because it doesn't because the, the whole point of that was that I I still haven't seen why because she's special. Yeah, but she picked up Jedi training way too fast. She picked up how do you so if she's able if she, it is because she's whether it's cloned or trained or had these things inside of her like. He even says it. He even says it in that last trailer that his journey, he's been waiting for the journey. This journey's been happening. He's like, he's had a say in her forever. That to me would make so much more sense why she's so powerful than to just be some nobody. I, I, I couldn't stand the nobody it, thing, and I think that it's going to. I did yeah. like the nobody thing, but I'm not shutting myself off to the opposite possibility. Right. I, I, still, I still believe in the idea of JJ delivering a satisfying conclusion. I think one way or the other, whether my prediction is right or yours is. I, I still think it's going to be a winning conclusion. I agree with you, too. And, and for that, we'll call this a winning conclusion. We'll have mm-hmm. to call it an end. Thank you for joining us on Collider Jedi Council. I'd like to thank Perry Nemiroff for joining us here today. Perry, they can find you every day, every morning oh, on yeah, Movie, Movie Talk. Oh, yeah, Talk, 9 a.m. Come join us. It's live. Ken Napsock, what do you got going on? The only thing I want to see in Episode 9 now is a war tauntaun. Seriously. Right? Give me that right now. War tauntaun and armor on it. Uh, follow me at Ken Napsock. Go to catnapsock.com. Me and Mark Ellis, uh, Josh McCougar doing comedy in Washington, D.C., mid-November. Come on out for the yucks. Uh, speaking of which, if you you'd mentioned our buddy uh, Alex Damon, he's going to be defending the Star Wars title live December 7th in Los Angeles. And we're doing a full-on Expo. It's like a mini comic, or excuse me, mini con for Schmodown, and it is a fan expo. It's going to take place right before you get tickets to the event, also. But it's December seventh downtown. The tickets are pretty much there's like seventy five tickets left. So if you go to the SchmodownLive.com, five big matches that night. All your favorite competitors. A lot of big personalities from here at Collider too. So please go to get those tickets. The SchmodownLive.com, and you can also come to Orlando on October nineteenth to see the Schmodown. The SchmodownLive.com. Thank you guys and we will see you next time.
Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 